Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Atchampong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process creating 100,000 new first generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. You know the vibes. Carter, how you feeling, big dog? Feeling great, brother. Feeling great. Uh, happy to be here. You know, this it's funny. I, I just came back from an event. Um, I was speaking at an event and a guy pulled me to the side. He said, yo, the Melanin Money Show is the only podcast I listen to. I say, say what? It was, just, it was just dope being able to see the because You know, I, I don't live in the country anymore. So I, don't, I don't get to get the feedback live. But he was like, yo, bro, if y'all do keep doing anything, keep doing that show. I said, my G. So we're back and I, I'm, I'm excited. It's bad. We back like we never left. And it's only going to get better. That's the crazy part. Yeah, it's yes, only yes. going to get better. So appreciate you for that positive review Um, whoever you might be. Um, It's kind of taking us back to the roots. I feel like we so we started the show. You were what just le- about to leave L.A. before you moved it. Or you, you were still kind of you were still there. No, still I was still there. I was still fully in L.A. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what, no reason why I said that, I forgot, because you one of the early episodes, you was traveling to Columbia. You was there, but you, yes. you, you hadn't officially moved yet. You were just there for like a few weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so taking back to the roots when you was all the way on the on the on the West Coast. When, when yeah, started. man, I'm back. I'm back on the West Coast. And I was telling you before the episode started, I don't know how I don't know how I was doing this, bro. It's like I hate being three hours ahead. I mean, behind. I just like I'm, I'm never ahead. So. I gotta get back to the East Coast real fast. This ain't this ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. No, sir. No, sir. But yeah, man, we got a lot to uh a lot to touch on today before we get into the actual topic. Well, maybe we'll give them the topic and then we'll get in, but we'll get into some current events first. Uh in true marketing form, we gotta give them the hook first. We can't like not let them know what the episode is. Yeah. There you go. Um, there you go. Yeah. So so today we are going to talk about um essentially uh the work-life balance dichotomy uh when it comes to entrepreneurship, right? And a lot of times people like, you know, want things to be so balanced and feel like, you know, you, you're when you're an entrepreneur, you're setting your own schedule and everything should just be like on your own terms. But that isn't always how it goes. So on this episode, we're going to dive into that. But before we dive into that, we got to get into some current events. There's been some interesting things that have been happening and some funny things that we've been. Yes. And y'all know we like to have these fly on the wall conversations. So uh, bear with us while we share both these current events and some laughs along the way. So, Carter, what's the first one we got? Uh, the first one we got is um, Tyler Perry halted production of an 800, $800 million uh, studio expansion due to his recent thoughts on uh, or his, you know, his recent encounter with the new AI tool um, and, his, and his words. People, he's. I'm scared. People are gonna. A lot of people are gonna lose jobs. And the AI tool is, is was called um, um, AI Sora. So Sora is an AI tool that will allow you to like uh, um, basically recreate a film to do a pilot for a film without actually hiring the actors to do it, which is crazy. Um, so yeah, he's he paused eight hundred million dollars studio expansion because he's like, yo, I don't need to do this. I can just have the AI tool do this pilot for me. So he was happy at the at first and he was like, then it immediately hit him right after like, bro, so many people are going to lose jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about entrepreneurship too, which is funny because we're talking about entrepreneurship later. It's like people will seek these major companies laying people off and be like, oh my gosh, that's like, 
so wrong and like the CEO is making so much money. They're already doing so well. Why would they let these people off? Well, business is a for-profit game. And when things become more efficient, when when uh, things become easier to have access in terms of just like scaling your business and you don't need as much human capital, which is the biggest line item on anybody's balance sheet nine times out of 10, like that's just a business decision, right? It's not, it's not personal, right? So to your point, he got excited knowing that, man, I probably can save a ton of money with this new tool that's coming out, but he's still the human side of him, like, dang, like that means a lot of people are gonna lose jobs. But it's not personal. It's just, it's just the reality of business and the reality that you cannot put yourself in a position where you become irrelevant, right? Like you have to put yourself in a position where you add so much value to the marketplace that as technology evolves, you just are able to leverage that to supercharge your work. Like, for example, when the advent of the robo advisor, like years ago, you're like, oh my gosh, it's over for you, bro. Like, it's over for financial advisors. I'm like, maybe for you. Not for me, <laughs> right? Because this is good. Like, it's just gonna make my job easier, right? It'll have it'll give us more time to do the things that technology can't do, um, which is a good thing if you have other things to offer other than just investment management. So just make that a lesson, y'all. Like AI is not going anywhere. That's the newest thing that everybody's talking about. Ask yourself, how can I become more valuable where not only AI can't replace me, but I learn a skill that allows me to leverage AI to become even more valuable than I already. 1,000%, 1,000%. So the next current event is Bitcoin uh, not only cracked 50,000 a day, but it's all it went all the way to a high of 54,657 as of this recording. So I think it, I, I, I think it went past uh, $50,000 last night and it's been on a tear yeah. into today. So uh, up 6% on the day and who would have knew all the way down at six to 16,000 and back all the way up to 54,000, man. That's, you know, who, 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 who's seen this coming? Shout out to Bitcoin, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's lit. Um, I remember, so before it crashed a couple of years ago, what was it like? What was it like at 60, it reached what, 63 or 69? Do you remember? Uh, no, the peak? Yeah. Was it 60? It was that close? Was yeah, that? I think it was, it was like 69 because the people was calling 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So looks like Bitcoin might be on its way, not only back to touching that, but potentially surpassing it, y'all. So if you're not... Yeah. If you're not if you're not holding on to your Bitcoin, I didn't I didn't sell. I had what they what they, they say in the crypto world, the diamond hands. It was hard. <laughs> it yeah. was hard. I, it wasn't even it wasn't even hard for me because I, I like I wouldn't sell because I'm not I'm not gonna go like I'm not gonna lose this bad. Like you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I think it was harder for you because you bought in way 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 earlier. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I bought so like when it crashed to sixteen, I wasn't out of pocket. So I'm like, I'm not going out like this. You know what I'm saying? So it was a, Excellent. it was an easy, it was an easy hole um, for me. But my my only problem, I guess, uh, yeah, my only negative sentiment with crypto is how silent the crypto buffs get when it's bad, and how mm-hmm. loud they are when it's not. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is. When's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Like mm-hmm. my, my thing, just be even keel across the board, right? right? Like mm-hmm. don't disappear. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when they things were get bad. They were, they were bro, people people pivoted. The pivot game was crazy. People pivot, pivot game, game was Tim Duncan 07. Like you know, fundamentals, you know what I'm saying? Fundamentals, like, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's 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 real. That's real. 
Um, like if you in, if you believe in it, you believe in it, right? Like you gotta mm-hmm. see you gotta see the ebbs and the flows, and you gotta stand you gotta stand on business regardless, right? Of of how it's going at the at, the, at any given time. So now I'd have to agree. Yeah. You definitely have to stay ten toes down. But shout out to Bitcoin uh, for surpassing. 53,000, which is amazing to see for the crypto. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I think without further ado, brother, we can get into uh, get into the episode. And I brought this up to you before recording because it's been something that I've been seeing a lot um, just on social. And it's like, I've been wanting to get my sentiment out about it um, because I've been seeing a lot of posts about like work-life balance and then some entrepreneurs like Hermosi getting, getting destroyed on social for like Telling people like, yo, just work. Don't like you sleep late. Like he 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 made a post uh, saying, saying something along the lines of um, just get up and work, forget your morning routine. And mm-hmm. people like just kind of destroy him in the comments. Like, how are you gonna tell people to put their mental health second and all this and you don't care? Like, and so I just want to give my sentiments about it, and then you can give yours, and we can just tell people like how we feel about it, and even give our personal experiences on work-life balance as an entrepreneur, if there is a such thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, for you know, big bags. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the best ways that I've seen it put is there is no such thing as work-life balance, but there is a season of work and there is a, a season of quote-unquote balance, but you can't have both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like there are going to be seasons of high activity, high output work, and there's going to be seasons of low output work, but still high income from a bank account standpoint, from what you've done in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey. So I think yeah. the the seeking out work life balance, especially starting out, like it's almost, in my opinion, audacious. Yeah. Starting out as an entrepreneur, and you say you want to start a business, for you to have the audacity to think you're going to start something new from scratch and have balance while you start, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. Hundred percent, right? And it's just like I think even Jeff Bezos, but he's like there. He doesn't really believe in work-life balance, but he believes in work-life harmony, right? Which is why it's important to, especially if you're an entrepreneur, uh, to be pursuing things that are in alignment with what you want to do, right? A lot of like, there are certainly things that Carter and I do that feel like work, right? Like, oh my gosh, like we got to, we got to do this thing, right? But a lot of what we do doesn't feel like work, right? And so it's like, we're doing this podcast at 8.30 at night, right? Like we uh, do podcasts where we do all these things that like, man, like we literally will say after it's done, like, if that is work, then my goodness, right? So now, that's not to say there aren't going to be aspects of what you do, like, because I want to be clear, right? There's there's no way, no matter how passionate you are about what you do, there's going to be aspects of it that are just, are what they are, right? It is what it is. But you should be so aligned with the thing that you want to do most that those other aspects that you have to do to make to make it happen uh, shouldn't feel like that big of a deal, right? Like in the, in the grand scheme of things. And so for me, it's just like, I like to look at it very, very simple. This is my, my thought process on it, is I look at success like a recipe, right? And a recipe has certain ingredients, period. And you would you would be looking crazy if you were in the kitchen and you were trying to make lasagna without uh whatever, what is it called? The lasagna noodles, right? And, and wondering why 
it don't taste like lasagna. Like, man, I, like, I don't understand, right? And I feel like that's what people do with success. It's like, there is a blueprint, there is a recipe, there are ingredients. And regardless of your circumstance, regardless of what happened in your childhood, regardless of where you grew up, regardless of how tired you are, regardless of all the circumstances that everybody has in some, some shape, form or fashion, success is an inanimate object. It, it can't care. It's not that it doesn't care. It requires what it requires. And so for people to be salty or using terms like it's unfair, right? That would be the equivalent of, again, trying to make a recipe and mad that lasagna don't taste like it tastes because you forgot to put the ricotta cheese in it. How mm -hmm. crazy would that sound? But that's exactly how people sound when they don't get what they want when it comes to success. That, my friends, is what we call entitlement. And we don't do entitlement. No I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So you can say what you want. You can say mental health. This, like, like, trust me. Like, I'll say this just for context. I hope for those of y'all who've been listening to the podcast, you know this by now. I was robbed at gunpoint the day before we had to record this at one of these episodes. But I said a year and a half prior that we were going to record every single week, rain, sleet, snow, hail, whatever. So guess what we did the next day? You follow? So, so listen, like, like I could have told anybody that story. We could have come back in three weeks later and said, hey, guys, I know we've been MIA. Here's what happened. Here's why we didn't. And 90% of y'all would have been like, oh, that makes sense. But based upon our standard and what we wanted, right? And it's not that Carter pressed me to do it. I wanted it, right? I was like, no, this is what we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the standard that we set. So when you make a decision that this is what you want, you are not just agreeing to the sun. You're also agreeing to the mud, right? You're agreeing to you're agreeing to both aspects. But most people are just so fixated on the product that they forget about the process. Yeah, and I think one of my favorite quotes around this topic is this: If you want to spend without looking at the price, you need to be willing to work without looking at the clock. Period. And what gets what gets under my skin is when people want the output but are unwilling to. to uh, deposit the input that it takes to get the output, right? Like you can have work-life balance, but you also gonna need to have spending balance as well. Because if you have work-life balance, you're probably not gonna be able to spend money without any thought behind the money being spent because you're probably not gonna have the freedom to spend without thinking about how much something costs because you refuse to work without looking at the clock. Now, here's what I will say. For all my people who want a balanced, life and say, I don't want to work more than eight hours a day or six hours a day. I don't want to work on weekends. Cool. But then please don't complain when your financial output is not where you want it to be. Now, if you're okay saying like, y'all make $80,000 a year, do I don't need no more than that. I don't need the fancy car. I don't need the big house. Do I just want to relax? I want to be a minimalist. I'm all for that. What gets me, uh, you know, irritated and upset is when the people want more, but are unwilling to put in the work that it takes to get more because now you're more whining and complaining versus actually um, having an internal issue. So I think where, you know, it gets, you know, like for at least for me, starting a business is nothing you have to do. Nobody mm -hmm. told you that mm -hmm. you have to start a business, mm -hmm. right? You can stay at work. You can work for an entrepreneur and probably make decent money with substantially mm -hmm. less stress. You were headaches. Yeah, exa exactly. But you signed up for this. Like you remember that? Have you ever seen that Shia LaBeouf transformer meme? Where he was like, this is what you asked for, right? right, right, like, right, right, right this right, is right. what you wanted. Don't be complaining, right. right? This is the real thing. Wake up. And it's like, yo, like if you want entrepreneurship, if you want the, 
the accolades entrepreneurs get, if you want the freedom that entrepreneurs have, if you want the financial freedom that entrepreneurs have, you have to be willing to put in the work. And that first year came. That first year, baby girl, ain't gonna be much balance. Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time, you could ask your questions in real time from a real expert and get real advice. To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, Head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. That second year, that ain't going to be much about That third year. And, that then, third. And, and, then, and then there's going to be seasons, right, based upon where you want to go that it's like it's going to continue to be in balance, right? So here's how kind of how I... Or explained it to, I'm about to invent a new word, a frenty, right? Somebody who's a friend, but they're a mentee, like, like friend, friend tour. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, here's how I, I explained it, right? I was like, when you first start out, right, it's a bunch of work and basically no profit, right? It's like, you're, you're just doing everything you can to like make this thing make sense, put in all the work and you're not even going, you're not going to see no fruits of your labor, right? Then you get to a point where you have some time, right? Like, okay, like, okay, I'm starting to figure it out a little bit and you got some profit, right? And then you got a decision to make, right? Because it's like, okay, I could technically stay, this is what I would consider like the, the low low to mid six-figure range, right? It's like, okay, you're starting to get a little bit of money that you could you could live comfortable, right? Depending on how you define comfort. Um, and you also got, you know, a little bit of time. You can, you can create a scenario where you might have a little bit of time, right? But then you have an inflection point at that, at, at, once, you're, once you're at that level, do I want to go to the next level, right? And the you next, don't have to. You don't have you to. You don't have to. And you don't have to, right? Then... The next level, right, which is where you have no time again and no profit again, but 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 not say no profit, but less profit than you could have because you're investing all your money to get to the final stage, which is all time and all profit, aka you get the cash out, right? You own the business mm-hmm. and you don't run the bit. Now, and then I feel like we're in that third phase, right, where it's like we could technically just be like, mm, let's just have a nice little, you know, what I'm saying, do what we do, take some profit, chill, not do all the extra stuff, and we'd be good. Right. We're at that reinvestment phase of hiring yeah. all these people, yeah. putting money back into the business, uh, inc- increasing enterprise value so that we can get to that final boss. You know, in the big black when y'all play video games, the final boss of like, oh, shoot, we got all the time and all the profit. Right. It's like it's like wow. it's, a, it's a crazy how the cycle goes. And that's where we are. Right. Like, it's a choice. We had to make you know, it. Uh, and out here in L.A., I, told you I had a real, a real good conversation with Theo about something we got to talk about mm-hmm. uh, in person and like, bro. 
like that on the head. Like you don't have to do shit. You don't got to do anything. Right. But if if you say you want this thing right here, like you know what I'm saying? Like this is, and I just want everybody to know, like you like you have the choice of not wanting that next thing. Like let's talk about that. It, it, being a hundred thousand there is okay, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to go for the million. If you're right. happy with the hundred thousand or hundreds of thousands, cool. When you're at the million, you don't have to go for eight figures. You mm-hmm. can just stay at the million and live a balanced life and nobody you care about should judge you. Right. Right. But my thing is, my, my only thing is, if you say you want that, that next mountain, you better be willing to put in the work and dig the ditch that it takes to right. get up to that next mountain. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where the work-life balance comes because if you if you if you want what you say you want, then you have to be okay with seasons of imbalance, mm-hmm. right? And the dope thing about it, like once you get it, you should take a season of of balance with rest. Like I, I had this thing where every three to four months, bro, I would take a trip. I would take a trip out the country somewhere for a month, and I would not work, and I would. I would kick it. I wouldn't tell people. I wouldn't tell people who I am. I wouldn't tell people what I did. I was in another country. They didn't know me anyway. And I would just not work for like three weeks. And I did that every four months from like year number three to year number five. But I did that for like two years. And that was a, a crazy season of imbalance. And then three weeks of of rest imbalance. A crazy season of three months of hard work balance and imbalance. So I was able to find my rhythm to come back refresh and do whatever I want to do. But I think. The, one of the biggest takeaways that people can have is like, you don't have to choose to go into that next level. But if you're going to choose going to that next level, please do not complain, at least to me, about right. what it takes to get there. Right. And, and and I also want people to feel OK, to your point, you, like sometimes you don't know until you start pursuing something. Right. So like if you get to a point where it's like I was more happy or I now that I'm reaching for this, I can honestly say that this is not quite what I want. Like I, I'm, I personally would be okay with you having that realization and recalibrating. Like I, I know friends who scaled back and you know wanted to like kind of downsize what they were building because they realized. I mean, I won't say this, I won't say this like the wrong way, but they weren't built for that next level. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay to have that realization. But what I've also seen more often than not is them still like they're them going backwards. At least in, in my experience was not because they didn't want it. It was because they had to be honest with themselves. They didn't want to put in the work to get that thing. But you have to be careful about retreating if that's your reality, because then you'll still always wonder, should you have gone for it? It's a big difference between knowing for sure that you want something small or something balanced. Then I don't want to put in the work right now and as a result, I'm lying to myself saying that I want something lesser, right? Those are two totally different things, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand where you fall on the spectrum because we all have moments, right? Mm-hmm. We all have moments like, man, this is hard. Man, I wish this were easier. Man, I wish, you know, whatever. But like, if you know you still want it, you got you to gotta find your stride. You got to find your way to still pursue and, and still fight because we only get one shot at this thing called life. And uh, as, as one, one of, I think everybody entrepreneurs probably like mentor, whether they realize it or not, Jim Rohn, he says that, uh, what, did, what did he say? He said, he said, discipline weighs ounces, but regret weighs tons, mm-hmm. right? Something to that effect. And you do not want to have regret in your heart simply because you had a 
moments of weakness where you didn't feel like doing the work. Feelings are fleeting, right? Like if we were relying on this, this podcast is a great example of that. If we were relying on feelings, right? We only did podcast episodes when we felt like it. I'm sure we wouldn't be doing it. Wouldn't have two and a half years of not of consistency. I'm sure of it, right? Yeah. There's been times with Cardi probably been under the weather. I've definitely been under the weather. I've had other circumstances. I mean, we're not going to go through the laundry list of what those things ha have been over the past couple of years. But if it was based upon feelings, my God, how much stuff would not get done if it was based upon how good we did or did not? 1,000%, 1,000%. I know we can keep this going. This is a deep conversation, but we have to, we owe it to our people to give them this episode's reach of the week. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, we cannot forget that, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Duh. Hey, Donna, you, you might got to clip this up, bro, and put this in here now. <laughs> this was too funny. When you sent me that reel, bro, I was out of my chair, bro. I was delusional. Like, I was laughing to a delusional capacity, bro. Like, <laughs> it was so funny, man. And just let you all in, um... Uh, on what we're referring to. Uh, let me let me find this. Let me actually find this real. So shout out to uh, EYL, uh, Rashad. I think Rashad and... Yeah, they got a new um, show. They got a, they, got a, uh, they got a new show. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Blackout, okay. I think. Basically, it's okay. like, you know this Troy's not on there because Troy's the voice of reason. This is basically yeah. like them being able to have unhinged conversations freely. Bro, I am here for it, okay? I am here for it. So uh, yeah, the, the 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 podcast clip came to the basically in summary, he was just like, "Bro, please don't be a clout chasing demon." And it's like there's two there's like two levels to this or two yeah. aspects. There's like, yeah. I you know, so George, me and you are are you know entrepreneurs who have some quote unquote clout. We both have a good following. We have a lot going for ourselves, and right. we've been out with the chick. I mean, you've married, you're married, so probably more me than you, but you've been out with a chick and she just cannot for the life of her act like she's been here before. Right. right. Like, bro, walk into the spot. Oh my God, let me get the, let me get the picture and ask, ask the doorman to take the photo. And then the way, the way, the waiter comes down, he, can you take a picture at the filter, bro? Like you just sitting there like you, can you, can you replay like, the? Can you, I missed that. Can you replay the food so I can get the? Oh, can you take it? Can you take it back all the way to the back? Oh, I want to catch you walking out, God. bro, bro. And then, and it's funny because like because like you like at, you can tell at that point they're so far removed from being in this room ever in their life they can't even act like they've been here before. Like right. acting like, like like the thought of like I should probably act like I've been here before didn't even come across their head because they're that excited, bro. Like, right, right. So, yeah. so to your point, I don't know you were going like there's that level, and then there's the like the homie friend level, right? That's, that's the other level. That's the other level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, you you invite you invite the fellas out or whatever the case may be, and then they are just acting like they ain't never like standing by by people's cars and ain't they car like yo, bro, let's get this flick real quick, like bro, yo, that's no, crazy work. You're not doing that. We I'm gonna tell you what we're not doing, right? And got the foot up, you know, the foot up with the. The pose with the foot up, with bro, that's somebody's Ferrari. What are you doing? <laughs> and you're with me. You got me looking crazy. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, 
you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in network. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health, which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Clicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. Right. Right. Like if your friend, your homie, somebody you dating, if they got a little bit of motion, as Rashad, as Rashad stated, like, please just act, try, like fight it as hard as you can. If you want to come back now, if you don't want to come back, right, you want to get it all, want to leave it all. You want to leave all leave all here. Then do what you was planning to do. But if you want to come back, you got to suppress. You got to fight that urge to be a clout demon. You have yeah. got to suppress it, right? Act yeah. like, yeah. like, yo, I felt that so hard. Bro, he, like, oh, here's, the, here's the move, though. Here's the clout. Here's the clout demon. Here's the clout demon move, right? You don't, you don't know the person that's standing right here, right? But you, they stay somebody. And you hit them with the, and they, and they don't even know you hit them with one of these. You don't bro, even ask. You hit him with one of these. Like you don't even ask crazy. for the photo, bro. Right, you hit him with one, and, even... and then tag him. <laughs> <laughs> no, let us. We gotta start. We gotta start there, bro. Like, 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 invite yeah. somebody you don't know as a collab on your Instagram post is crazy work, bro. Crazy. Like, I don't know you. Why would you invite me as a collaborator? Yeah, so this full like I'm gonna just go and accept it. Like, no way, dog. Yes, shoot or shoot, bro. But I get some wild collaborator requests. Like, what? Like, uh, here's my thing. My thing is like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, what? Like, as you were making the post, as you were doing the thing, like, like what thought registered that like this made sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it had to be something that was like, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going. Like, really? Like this? Really? Like you really processed this and like this? This is what I'm gonna do. This is the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, let me like, because like, I, I don't want it to be like too far removed. But I want to be I want to be I want to be humble in this moment, too. Yeah. There are times when me and George have walked in rooms and I have to pull it to the side like, nigga, can you believe where yeah. the hell we are? But this, you right. know, but like that's between me and him. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep it together. I'm going to act like I've been here before. But right. when we leave, we got to talk about what's happening right now. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Big facts. Because we're all human. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah. It's like you get back to the VIP of the VIP. You're like, oh, I'm in that room. Okay. But you got to yeah. take it easy. You got to be chill, right? Like another another yeah. thing too that some of y'all might not realize, like, like listen, and there's a balance and then we can leave it at this because there is a balance, right? Like I'm not saying be too cool for school. If there's an organic opportunity, somebody you respect, somebody you admire, like acknowledge it, have a quick, yo, bro, love what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like salute, salute him, whatever, if that, whatever the case may be, him or her. And, and, if, and if the opportunity presents itself for a poor picture, not if they're mid-conversation or they got food in their mouth, but if yeah, it's just yeah. a vibe, cool. Like, 
okay, cool. That might be okay. Like, just have the power of discernment to make that decision. I'm not saying be too cool for school. But at the same token, we're also not saying like, yo, like there's a time and place for everything. If somebody's about to take a bite of food, if if they got a bunch of other people that are talking to them, they're mid-conversation, that ain't the time to get your flick off. It's just mm-hmm. not the time. You know what I'm saying? Just That's one of those situations. I know we live in a social media era. You just got to live in the moment. You just got to know you was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And believe yeah. in yourself to know this ain't the last time that you're going to find yourself in one of those rooms again, right? Like, no. like that, that, that should yeah. be a promise to yourself. Like, you know what? I'm I'm going to move correctly because this ain't going to be the last time I'm going to find myself in one of these rooms. Because what you don't want to do is move. Yeah. Like, ah, nah. And, 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 and here's the last thing I'll put on and we can leave it here. But like, this will kill your chances of ever getting in the room again. If they do take the picture with you, do not post it saying, oh, my man X, Y, and Z approves of my product or service. Y'all should get it too. Like, yo, do not use the photo as brand recognition for whatever product or service you trying to sell. Like, that's bro, that's, that's diabolical. That's diabolical. Like, that's crazy. But like, what, that's what diabolical, saying, bro. Put, put, putting me in your click funnels is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> like, like, I got him result. Like, no. Like, so that's it, guys. But that was the reach of the week. Don't be somebody who's reaching and we got to put you on this, on, on, on this segment. Please, please, please. But please. I want to get that out, bro. Believe. Believe. Yo, I lost he it. He said that from the pit of his Yo. stomach. Yo, bro, you know what's even worse? We didn't touch up. Like, somebody coming with the crazy ring light, like, in the situation. Mine would be like a vibey room and someone being like, getting the flick. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we yeah. let's get back. Because we, we could go on for a while. Yeah. About this. Yeah. But y'all, just yeah. don't be, um, do not be a cloud deep, please. Yeah. Uh, so I heard this. I heard this Hermosi um, quote um, that I think is really relevant to uh, the topic for the day. And he said, "Expecting it to be easy is what makes it harder than it ever actually is." Mm, 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 mm. Right? Like expecting like your expectation of it being easy makes the thing harder than it ever has to be. Right? So like. You know, you know, uh, I was talking to my homie about this. I gave an example. I said, look, bro, if I told you for the, your, your job today, you have to take these 30 cinder blocks and move them from this side of the road to the other side of the road. I said, that's your job for the day. And you agree and you accepted you accepted the terms. You took the job. But then halfway through, I come over with a dolly saying, you know what, bro, use the dolly to take the rest of them. You would be ecstatic. You would be like, oh, bro, because your expectation was I had to move 30 bricks to the other side of the road. Now let's flip the inverse of that of that same scenario. I come over to you with the dolly and say like, bro, your job for the day is to move these 30 bricks across the road, right? And then the first 15 use the dolly, but then halfway through I come and say, hey, bro, I'm gonna need that dolly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the rest of these by hand. <laughs> you would lose it. But right. it, but the same, the same scenario. You have to take 15 bricks with a dolly, 15 bricks by hand, but your expectation was different. Right. And that is what it comes to entrepreneurship. If you come into this game and think it's going to be easy, it's going to be harder than it ever has to be for you. But if you come into this game thinking that it's gonna, already going to be hard, there's already going to be sleepless nights, there's already going to be, you're going to have to sacrifice some summers, you're going to have to sacrifice some weekends. If you come with that expectation, you actually might be able to hit your goal faster. Big facts. And that's why I'm going to see if Carter remembers my quote. So what's, what's the quote I always say about time? See if you remember. I'm, um, time. Time. I don't 
and I know it, it would do what it would do this or it would do that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Time would either promote you or expose you, right? And that's why I always say that because, like, entrepreneurship for many of y'all, many of y'all, listen. If you if you're 25 plus, you can give up the hoop dreams, right? Like, the, the, like you're not going to nobody's league no more. You don't go overseas. Like, save your knees. Like, it's, it's a wrap, right? <laughs> So like entrepreneurship is your new sport. Okay. Yeah. If you ever play sports growing up, you know that if you practice right behind the scenes when nobody's looking, right, you're going to get on that court in game time. Like, yo, I didn't know he had it like that. Like you're going to be saucing everybody up. You have way more endurance because when nobody was looking, you did what was supposed to be done. Carl, you just posted about this. Spoke on stage. Mm-hmm. That looks so easy, right? Because when two things, right? But I'll say the one that's most relevant, but because when nobody's looking, right? We're putting in the world. My wife, I can't count how many times my wife walk in, I'm in the shower or walk around. Who are you talking to? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a board meeting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but seriously, I'll be in the shower, you know what I'm saying? Like from time, not every day, but there's times I'm just like, I'm like citing my, my one line is my, like, because when I got to turn the lights on, it's already there, right? Like my team would joke with me all the time. Like, bro, you, you, you act like you, you knew you knew what was coming. Well, I kind of did. Because when you're always prepared, right? Like you, you, you can just turn it on. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars? I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first one million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flix, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first one million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Financial Flicks as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. And so like, mm-hmm. but when you aren't prepared or to Carter's point, you have this expectation or entitlement that it's going to be easy, you're going to get exposed, right? It's going to be evident. It's going to be easy. Like, oh, okay. Like you get on the court to play a pickup game. Bro, I thought you said you'd be hooping. What the? Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you played, right? It's gonna be the same thing, entrepreneurship. You're gonna get in those rooms, everybody, because you you posted, you know, some stuff on Instagram and made it seem like you was really out here. Man, the grind don't stop. And you get in the rooms with the big dogs, and then you start having conversations, and you're like, wait, not it, that it, that. It, it don't take it, it don't take long to realize either, man. It don't take, it it don't take, take long. long. Oh, you not, you not, oh, you not who you post to be, right? Understood. Versus, Understood. Versus oh, you, what you, happens you, for us more often than not, is even mm-hmm. though. We post consistently and, you know, people have a certain level of reverence for what we are and who we do. When we get in the room, it gets even more amplified, not not only because we know our stuff, but because we actually have a great personality, right, in, in person. It's like, oh, damn, bro, like, even, like, even cooler in person. Like, and that's not tooting our horn. It's just to say, like, y'all, you got to expect that this is not going to be easy. And you got to work behind the scenes like, like you about to go to war. And then you might, when it's time to go to war, it might be like, oh, damn, that was that was child's play. I, I did all that. I'd rather you be in that scenario than to be on the front lines and be unprepared, right? And yeah, that's just- and, 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 yeah, and, and um, back to the Samozi interview, bro, He that's the exact analogy he said. He said, like, look, when you start a business, the, like, 
is going to be hard. And theoretically, the good news about that is it's going to be a, it's going to be the hardest that it's ever going to be. Mm-hmm. Not because the battles are not going to get harder over time, but who you are, you're going to be more positioned to slay those dragons, right? Like, like, look, that first problem of entrepreneurship, like, it might feel like you're fighting a bear with a stick, right? right. Like, like you might, you might be fighting for your life, and it, and like, it doesn't mean that throughout your entrepreneurship journey is gonna get easier. Like, the, 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 the enemy might get bigger. It might go from a, being a, a, a bear to an actual dragon, but your arsenal is different, mm-hmm. right? Now you don't have the stick. Now you got a rocket launcher, you got team members, you know what I'm saying? You got an army behind you. Now, even though the demon is bigger, you're more equipped to handle the battle. So the battle, the, the, the good news is the, the hardest battle for you to fight, for you to fight, is probably going to be at the beginning. It doesn't mean that the battle's not going to get harder, but you're going to become a better person. In the words of the late, great Jim Rohn, don't wish things were easier. Wish you, you better. better. I think, that. That's I think we can end on that note, bro. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we definitely end on that though, man. It's like, yo, like this is entrepreneurship can be one of the most amazing, fascinating, terrifying, electrifying, challenging uh, experiences of your life, right? But you have to be willing to look yourself in the mirror every day and say, you know what? I'm built for this. I'm willing to do the work. And even when it becomes hard and challenging, I'm not going to retreat, right? I'm going to stay down. Like me, like... One of one of the things that oh, I would say last year that me and Carter bonded over in entrepreneurship was like, like again, I'm gonna go back to this example because we we ain't always been as polished as we are now. Back in the day, like you catch me in the wrong day, you might catch these hands. I'm not gonna hold you. Like you try to, <laughs> like you might you might catch these hands for real. You know what I'm saying? So like, but like it was it's always refreshing back then. You know, back then knowing like, okay, well if I'm if I'm about to fight, like you know, the last thing you want is you know you, you got somebody or supposedly on your team and they're like, nah, bro, you, you sure we gotta throw these? Like, you sure we gotta do this? That's the last mm-hmm. thing you want. But when you know that you got somebody that's willing to be in the trenches, when it's like, oh, like I knew you would be willing to do it when it was when it was easy, but easy. like, but okay, you're willing to do it when it's hard too. Okay, cool. Like, so I said to say, like we had we had we did a lot of stuff. Like for those who have been living under a rock, right? We did a multi-city podcast tour. We did a sneaker ball. We did an international trip. We did an award show, to name a few. And we don't even we we just started doing events. We did like five of them, seven of them. If you count the individual podcast events, right? Like in mm-hmm. one year. On top of merging our businesses, on top of all the other stuff, on top of growing our teams, like all in one year, it was hard, right? But we never retreated. He knew how he could count on me. I knew I could count on him. And uh, in the hardest, most challenging moments, we came out on top, right? We came out on top every time. And it wasn't easy, but we came out on top every time. So I say that to say, just look yourself in the mirror, ask yourself, are you made Are you made for this? And if the answer is yes, be willing to do whatever it takes. On that note, with that, catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.